Hey everybody, welcome back to the Vegas Valley Podcast here at Central Church. My name is Brandon and it is a pleasure to be joining you this week as we look back on the weekend, talk about uh, Pastor Judd's message, how we're applying it into our lives, what's going on here around Central, what things you can jump into, and mostly just uh, have a little time of chit-chat. My chit-chat buddies today. Oh my gosh. Are... <laughs> getting more and more Southern. <laughs> goes back. Sorry. It's uh, my wife, Ariel. How are you doing this morning? I'm really good. It's Thank the you. afternoon. Afternoon, yeah. Oh, for two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got Kevin back with us today. What's up, everybody? Good to be here again. And the one, the only DJ Travis. I'm just glad to be here. He's glad to be here, as am I, as are we, and hopefully, as are you. Well, <laughs> um, and on a totally serious note, I'm really excited about this podcast. Uh, I've been telling a lot of people this week that I do think it was uh, exceptional. If you missed the sermon, please download the Central Church app if you haven't already and just watch it back. Um, you can watch the whole experience. Um, you can see just the message, whatever you would like to do. But Pastor Judd basically laid out just his vision for the church as a whole, not only just what the future would look like, but right now, what can you do right now to be more plugged in, to be more a part uh, of this community and to put yourself in a position to hopefully have support around you and to be able to face the challenges you're up against with people that are locking arms alongside of you and that we might be able to together uh, encourage one another to see God moving in our lives. Anyway, it's called 2020 Vision. It was awesome. And um, don't miss out on that. So if you haven't heard it yet, hit pause, switch over and come back. We'll wait. We'll still be here for you. Uh, that's awesome. Anyway, first thing we like to do on the podcast is kind of bring up what's the one thing that you got to know. And this week, I can't wait but to introduce to you again, DJ Travis, who's going to bring to you that one thing you got to know. Travis, what do the people need to know about? What do the people need to know about? Well, a lot of things are going on here at Central, but the one thing you need to know is if you are engaged or da- are seriously dating, there's a class called Edge of a Commitment coming up uh, in two weeks, Wednesday night at 6.30. Um, so you can register um, online at centralaligntv slash Edge of Commitment, maybe. That's not confirmed. <laughs> for sure. Brian's going to do some research. But yeah. If you go to Central Henderson's Instagram and click on the Lincoln profile, it's for sure there. Okay, it's in okay, the Lincoln profile. Check that. We're going to double check that. <laughs> is there anybody, I think I is there anybody at this table that's, that's seriously dating or engaged that's going to be at Edge of Commitment? Here's the thing, guys. Not only you get the experiences rich and experience with all these pastors and their wives speaking to you over a seven-week period and really getting to dive in to materials uh, with your significant other, but you also get to do it with me in the room. So I'll be there with my fiance. Learning about how to be a good husband. Come on. And Vanessa listens to the podcast, so shout out to her. Oh, hi. Hey, Vanessa. Vanessa. We're excited to see you at Edge of Commitment, where we hope to mold Travis into a husband that won't be the worst. <laughs> That's my only <laughs> hope in life. <laughs> but usually these two people sitting across from me right now, Brandon and Ariel, are you guys on the schedule this We this are. Mm-hmm. Yes. We'll be there. 
we telling, are speaking, telling all the ways we failed in our marriage and how you can avoid it. Amen to that. <laughs> um, we all have experiences for a reason, and number one reason is to share them with other people to help avoid the pain that we've walked through. <laughs> wow. Do, do you guys feel like when you give marriage advice, it's not necessarily like, "Hey, here's how to do things right." It's more like, "Hey, Don't here's how here's way. how I really messed up, <laughs> and you should avoid that track." Yeah. I know, I know. For me, that's usually my advice to people. Like, this is how I really stepped in it here, and uh, yeah. Yes, that's awesome. But uh, like you were saying, Travis, it's not just maybe you're engaged. So Travis is engaged. Uh, Congrats on that again, bro. Well done. Thank you. Thank Um, you. But we (laughs) see a lot of people. For sure. Yes. We see a lot of people that come in who are just seriously dating. And um, I've I've pushed people into the to the program because if you're just trying to get a better gauge on on how you guys are as a couple, um, you know, you don't have to go in with the thought of we'd like to get married next year. But what you do go and it helps give you a framework with which to live in your relationship right now and to have standards that are on the same page with one another and to identify conflicts before they're huge issues. I wouldn't wish for anyone to go in just to break up, obviously, but how much better would that be than to just rush into marriage and not be prepared and then to live in, you know, years and years and years worth of pain. So right. um, it's it's really an awesome thing. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's so many things you have to learn how to be on the same page about and that are important, big things, and, and even just how to communicate those to where, you know, they're receptive on both sides. And Edge helps a lot with that to where you can really stay with that person. It's, you know, it can be like really reaffirming that, hey, we are good here it helps you learn how to communicate so you can find the same page and all that so yeah i'm super super excited to just learn uh what a godly uh, relationship and marriage looks like and so for sure the communication piece uh, i need to get better at so i'm excited just to learn and do this thing so yeah it starts uh, i think it's the 19th 19th yes two weeks if you have trouble you know for whatever reason finding it on the social media or the website just pop in the lobby um we've got a whole next steps area where we can definitely walk you through anything going on around here Mm -hmm. so for sure that's an easy way including refresh is probably the other one thing (laughs) that we got to talk about would you like to give two us a little? You need to know. Two things. Two things. Ariel. So sorry, everybody. So I'm sorry about us. We say like two chains though. Like two things. Perfect. <laughs> I, like I think better. you did. I think rebranded. you did it. Yeah, rebranded. Yeah. Two things. Okay. All right. Tell us what refresh Continue. is about. So we have had women's conferences. I think pretty much once a year, um, yeah. but it was like a community. Um, thing which it still is this year it's starting to feel a little bit different because we are pairing it up or partnering up with leading and loving it which is the ministry that Lori started for initially it was pastors wives and women in ministry leadership but it's, it's growing into a lot more than that and so this conference is kind of like what I would think is the mid-year refresh after the leading and loving it conference that happened in October so the way that the day is gonna look 10 a.m. We start in the room. I, we don't have a decided room because it just depends on how many people end up registering. So it could be the auditorium, could be the rotunda, um, but we'll start off with some worship. And then either Lori or Hosanna are going to be the main speaker. So they're going to do an awesome killer message. Um, and then we'll do breakout sessions. So there'll be various topics that you can pick and go sit into like a separate workshop. Um, we'll do two of those so that you can like, if there's two that you want to try, 
you can go check both of them out. Then we'll go back to an afternoon session where either Lori or Hosanna is speaking. I just don't know who's doing morning or afternoon. Um, and then we will attend the 5 p.m. experience together after that. So a full day Very of cool. just really getting poured into like these conference things. If you've never done a conference before, it's just a fire hose of just incredible diving deeper into God's word and just hearing from people that are, I don't know, that potentially farther down along the road with you, or if you are feeling like you need some sort of guidance or just some advice or just need to be in community with other people, like this is a great option for sure. So that is Saturday, March 14, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, like you said, it's it's a really good way to just have sort of a jump start of encouragement and to fill yourself up. Um, so highly recommend it. Very cool. Yep. Um, yeah, let's move into segment number two, where uh, we dive a little bit deeper into the message from the weekend. So as I mentioned, it was 2020 vision from Judd, a lot of what the future can look like and what the framework is for you to jump into now. How do you best do those things? So what stuck out to y'all as something that um, seemed really great, um, probably even pushed you to think about something differently or or encourage you to take a step? I can start. Um, I'll just start with point one of the of the service, but attend the weekend to experience God. Um, I think for someone like me who attends most weekends, um, it could just be like a standard, like, Hey, I'm go, go to the service. And you can kind of, I can kind of go through the motions a little bit, but, um, what Judd talked about really encouraged me. And like, I've seen it worked in my life of, uh, try to turn off all distractions when I go in there and really, um, why I'm there is to experience God. And so to let worship be what it is, is, uh, help the music help me just eliminate distractions and just worship God and, and then really tune into the message to um, see what God has for me in my life. And this, and then the next week, I try to just take it week by week and not let like this journey overwhelm me, but really just use that. And there's something about being in the room. I don't, Judd talked about, hey, if you're watching online, that's great and keep doing that. But if you can find a location, um, do that. If you can find such a location or any location, if you're in a city that Central's not in, go experience, be around people. Like for me, the big powerful moment too is is the prayer moment that we get to do on the weekend experience. And um, growing up, I didn't have a faith-based family. So like having people pray for me or praying for people on a weekly basis has just like transformed my journey, my walk. So that's what stuck out to me. Yeah. And as a person who doesn't necessarily get fueled by being around people and you're the same way mm -hmm. right yeah like i have found that there is even though that's not something that i necessarily think i want or need when i'm there like there's power in being surrounded by other christ-loving people i guess oh yeah very cool um in that same area something that kind of kept popping into my mind when Judd's just talked about the importance of being there. Like if you keep showing up, God will keep showing up for you to encounter him was a piece that he said. But one thing that it reminded me of is I was recently reading in James and uh, in James five, starting verse 13, it says, are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are you happy? You should sing praises. Are you sick? You should call for the leaders of the church to come and pray over you. Anyway, all, in all of these things, um, I, I don't think I had caught before this almost call to like, you need to go and 
sing like even when things are good like i think when things are tough we do feel a natural pull like oh i gotta write this ship i gotta get there and like like stuff's going hard i need prayer and we see that moment every week like you were saying travis every week in the experience uh we call for that moment like hey if you need prayer raise your hand let's pray over you so that moment that moment happens in the experience if things are going well you should be singing praises that's actually in scripture like it's not just something we made up to sing songs together like we're called to praise god through song so we do that together um and that's awesome if you're sick you need people to pray over you any of these things anyway um that passage just kept kind of lifting up in my mind while he was talking about this and and uh it was reminding me like how powerful that that worship time is for me too like it's not only the message and how i hear things from God's word that helps transform my life and gives me a roadmap to walk in, but just an opportunity to sing praises to God Mm -hmm. and even better to feel, I feel it every week in those moments where I just know I'm standing in a sea of people who are praising the same God. Like there's something about that, that elevates that whole experience in my mind. Like I just know I'm not alone and not just that I know that there's this mass of people who are after the same thing and who feel that same presence of God and and wanting for him to move in big ways so uh, anyway that's just more reasons Mm -hmm. to uh, to make sure you keep showing up yeah and just for some realness when was that last weekend yeah I think it was last Saturday no maybe the Saturday before anyway I was sitting in the coffee shop here with both of our kids and Brandon was finishing up first step one day and I texted him I think I'm going home (laughs) like I think I need to go home I just I don't feel good I'm just exhausted from these children just like I don't want to go sit in church right now like that doesn't sound fun to me and Brandon didn't say anything and so I ended up just going anyway he like grabbed the kids for me and checked them into class I'm like all right I guess I'm going to church but that like changed my um, mood, I guess. Like once the worship started, and oh, yeah. I just like kind of came out of it, and within an hour, I felt better. It's kind of like the gym. Like when you don't want to go, is the time that you should really go. Yeah. Like the times you're like, oh man, I don't want to be in church today. I don't want to be in the gym. Like those are the times that you like have. Is it's like the most important, you know? Because like something's trying to keep you away from it. You know, it's those moments that it's, it always talks about. Like you know, the Bible tells us, like Satan is a thief. Like he's steal kill destroy you know like anything that he can do like distract you know, distract the vision whether it's like through you know you guys had two sick kids which is like the worst thing yeah. in the world to deal with so it's like of course you're exhausted of course you're discouraged of course just all those things along but it's like those moments that, that god you know like you show up and god moves the most in because like something tried to keep you away so right well and that's the thing too it's like going to church a attending the weekend, like being in uh, community worship, like that's a spiritual discipline and it's not always going to be easy. Like it's just a choice you have to make because you know that it's a good thing and that's what God teaches us to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like we need to be there to experience God. But the other thing too is in Hebrews 10, sorry, talks about us and then let us not neglect Mm -hmm. meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another. Mm -hmm. So we need each other to encourage encourage one another in this journey. And um, so not only we need to be there to experience God, um, and that's the point, but we need each other to encourage us in this journey because like Kevin was talking about, uh, the devil likes to still, still joy. So 
Right. It's just all, I mean, and Judd even mentioned that, you know, like when he was talking about the attend a weekend point, the quote, this is probably paraphrased and not exactly correct, but he said there's something special in community and coming together and the discipline of attending regularly. Like that's kind of like the magic in the sauce. You know, it's like when you show up every week, like the relationships that you build, the way that you see God working, the way that you're able to, you know, when you show up, when you worship, when you show up and you, you know, just putting you know your hand out or putting your hand on somebody during that prayer moment, you know, that, that has a huge impact on people. Um, or, you know, those times when you're like, man, I need prayer and you put your hand up and, you know, you'll just feel there might be 10 people around you that you don't even know. And they put their, their hand on your shoulder and, um, you know, those moments like those, those moments are just so important and the Bible just all the way throughout it. Like I, I'm not a Bible scholar, but I would about bet that there's not a single point where Jesus is like, Hey, um, you're going to find the absolute best spiritual discipline in isolation. Like I'm fairly confident that that's not, uh, you know, there are times it's like, okay, he went away to rest, but it, it, it's constantly talking about community where two or more are gathered in my name, you know, all of those type of things. And it's just important and it's easy when we're here a lot, you know, when you serve in staff, ministry partner, human, and, and when you serve as a volunteer all the time, it's easy to say, Hey, I'm going to take the weekend off. But, um, you know, I, I know for me, I'm thankful I get to be here a lot because <laughs> I need it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, man, then, so the next thing that Ch- went into was the idea of inviting a friend and the story he shared of just his friend that it was inviting him constantly in high school steve man it was so powerful but just to make it real quick and real short judd was kind of the the rock star right the the kid the upperclassman that was too cool for school sitting in the back of the bus and then uh on the way to school one of the kids that jumped on was sort of that a uh, little bit of a misfit type kid super preppy wore literally a tie carried a briefcase um just the type of person that you know you're trying to be cool you don't really want to be around so uh don't maybe not have the time of day for it but anyway this kid steve kept inviting judd like hey if there's anything i can do for you can i pray for you or i've, I've been praying for you if there's any time you'd like to come to church i'd love for you to come with me and he just kind of kept being that that person around and judd never thought of anything thought about much about it for a long time he said he just kind of like blew it off like weird (laughs) but when the day came that he drew close to god it was actually through that friend that he went and attended church and um his life was changed and one of the things that blows my mind about that story is there's the boldness of just living your life out right regardless Mm -hmm. of what other people think so there's that piece of it but then what steve never in a million years would have guessed is that this guy that probably did not show him the welcoming you know stance to his asks not only ends up accepting the invite but now leads this massive church movement that um god is using in such a powerful way and it's all you can trace it back to this one kid steve who just kind of was inviting someone who probably didn't look like he wanted to be invited but anyway that whole thing just really spoke to me in in a huge way like you need to live your life out loud in a sense and just trust and the rest and maybe not worry too much about what exactly comes of it but just know that huge things can come of it and it's just by you know being a good example that was awesome yeah all right very cool um what else did you guys have? What else stuck out to you? 
I think what I loved the most, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of people who have been around Central for a little bit have, have heard some of this message, have heard the four points of kind of who we are, you know, attend the weekend, invite a friend, take a next step, give generously. But the thing I really like about it is regardless of where you are in your, in your spiritual journey, whether you're a new believer or whether you're a, uh, you know, a seasoned believer that's been at it a long time, been around Central a long time, there's always a spot within those four things that you can be. And some of them are just repeatable, like take a next step. You know, there's a lot of next Easy, steps you yeah. can take. You know, it's like always, you know, give generously. Like we can always, you know, I always aspire to to hopefully grow in generosity. You know, as as God is able to grow things in my life, it's like we're always looking for ways. How can we be more generous? How can we do more things? How can we affect more people? Because we believe in the in the life change in the ministry of this place. But there's there's never a point where you just say, Hey, I've crossed the finish line with what I have at Central. I'm going to go find somewhere else. And and Judd even kind of addressed that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of it is taking taking on. Some of this growth on our own saying hey it's you know as, as even as a child grows up i think that was the analogy he used you know at some point like a, a person learns to feed themselves and he challenged a lot of us especially a lot of us that have been believers for a long time like hey at some point like you you do have to learn to feed yourself you do have to learn that discipline on how to do it but i just love that those four steps like they're they're never ending you don't cross the finish line you can just keep going find new ways to do things and and continue to move through that process yeah and i think i've heard people say okay yeah cool i know i need to feed myself but I don't know what that means and how to do that. Well, we have people that can answer those questions for you and walk you through that. Right. And that is just in the next steps area. Right. Just go over there and ask. Yeah. What does that look like? And there's just so many things around Central that I think a lot of people don't know about from, you know, community. Like that's that's a thriving, you know, ministry of of all different types of groups and all different types of things you can plug into on different things to to get around other people, get around a group, you know, learn more, get stretched, go deep. Um you know, I, I had a chance last week for Central Academy to visit uh, CR, you know, and like, I mean, that was absolutely incredible. Like that was, I was there for like an hour and a half. Um, I mean, almost like a paradigm shifting thing of like my view on Central, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, A, uh, like this is incredible. It was chip night. I got to watch people that, um, you know, go up and just claim victory. You know, I think one person got a 23 year chip, which was incredible. Yeah. I might've even talked about this on the podcast a little bit last week, but just there's so many things that you can do that like we, we don't exist to provide a one hour weekend experience for people. I mean, it's really full circle and there's just so many things, places and, uh, stuff like that where you can get plugged in. That's great. And, um, yeah, just to recap a few of them, uh, we talked about first step a lot. If you haven't done that, it's obviously title for a reason, like let that be your first step. It just kind of helps give you a foundation for what to do and how, how to kind of follow Jesus. So start there if you haven't, um, obviously the community thing, which we've been talking about, there's not only groups that meet to serve together. There's also larger things like we have man cave tonight. Uh, it's kind of like a once a month or so event for that. We've got women's similar event called me time or that's moms, sorry, Mm -hmm. moms event called me time, but there are also women's um, groups. There's a lot. So just finding a little bit of a niche of community. Um, and my encouragement there is find people that you can serve alongside of. Right. So in these areas of community, we always are trying to find ways that like I meet with a group of people, we can kind of connect talk about what's going on in our lives but one way that we do life together is find an area to serve together so whether that's just being a part of the greeting team or whatever serving the the church in this community is just the best way to do so so there's that 
also you might be looking for a way to jump in deeper central academy is a great way to do so um, we're just a few weeks away from the next class starting up so if you'd like more info on that you can go to centralacademy.tv but just to recap it a little bit real quick we've got both a bible track and a leadership track so if you just want to find some more bible knowledge you know, over the course of one year, just meeting one night a week, you can go through literally the entire Bible, an overview of all of the Bible, Old Testament through New Testament, and then a couple classes just on theology principles, like what exactly is salvation? How does this whole angels and demons thing work? Like the questions that you might have brewing around, you can kind of take a little bit of an extended dive into and see what the Bible says about those things. And all of that is just going to help build your confidence, um, obviously help you grow closer to God, but just help build that relate that that foundation that, like I said, builds your confidence. It lets you speak out and live out your life a little bit more uh, easy, more easily. <laughs> yeah, I think that's anyway, close. It's just, I highly recommend. And um, obviously it's a piece that I'm passionate about and a part of. So even if you just want to talk to me, I can I can meet up with you and we can go over Central Academy. Yeah, and as a alumni, I would encourage you to do it. It's uh, for sure worth it. And even if like, hey, like I can't afford it or I don't have enough time, like just ask the questions because... Uh, for me, I was on the same thing. I was working a full-time job, volunteering in ministry, and I'm like, I don't know if I, I can do this. And uh, it worked out for me, and I know it can work out for you guys. So if you're on the edge of thinking about joining the academy, you can do it. And you can jump into a class coming in the next couple of weeks. You don't have to start in the fall. That's right. Uh, you can jump in uh, in the next couple of weeks. So do it. Ask the questions. You can find me, find Brandon, go online. That's pretty great. Highly recommend. Awesome. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll shift into just this final thought. Out of those, obviously, Judd outlined a lot on just what you can do to be a part of the church, what the future looks like. Did you guys have anything that you sort of jotted down or a mental note on what you want to do practically in your own life? Like, what's a step that you're going to take uh, to take this message from notes on a page to, you know, steps in your life? Did anything kind of stick out to you in that way? I think my biggest one is always just inviting a friend. Um, you know, I, I do, I, I definitely get out there, but as you know, a lot of me, like a lot of the people I hang out with on a regular basis are yeah. the people that are around here all the time. Cause we just like a lot of us grew up together. You know, we, we are just deeply in, involved and intertwined in each other's lives. But I do have, you know, I'm always constantly meeting new people and, you know, building relationships and things like that. So just, uh, you know, continually looking for those opportunities to invite people, but almost even being more bold in the invitation. You know, a lot of times it's, I don't want people to be like, Oh, I, you know, if, say if it's, I, don't, I don't even know, but if it's somebody I'm just like starting to become friends with, like, I don't want to throw them off by inviting them to church. But at the end of the day too, it's, um, you know, it's really important. Like we know that we have this amazing thing that happens here every week. We know that, you know, we're helping, you know, hopefully exposing people to the saving grace of Jesus and like being just bold in that ask and, um, just continuing to do that. That's really my big thing that I want to continue to focus on. That's what I was thinking is like, I want to work on becoming a Steve. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And you basically said the (laughs) same thing. Did you write that like that? I want to become a Steve. No. (laughs) Out of context. It's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, for me, what stuck out is just the uh, give generously 
part uh, for me in my walk with Jesus. It's been a, like a generosity has been a long walk. It's not just I figured it out from the get go and uh, I've been given like tithing. I'm a rock star right away. I wasn't. Uh, and so it's been a journey. God's walked with me for the last five or six years on what it is called to be generous and what he wants for me, not just from me. I think that was big for me growing up in a non-faith household. I think money had a big part of just my childhood and like more of it and just like my yeah. parents are awesome but it wasn't to where it was it was protecting with money and not being freely handed so like now as a follower of jesus i understand it's not my money that's god's and that i just i'm here to help manage it and so like i'm for sure at the point of tithing plus but like uh giving um it's been on my heart like this this couple last couple of months i've been planning a wedding so money's been a big part of it and like i felt like even though i'm like to the finish line to like some people think i think there's more i can give more than like god's got another thing for me so that's why i'm this week i'm really going to pray and just hand over just the the pressure of money and all that to god and and just see where it takes me so yeah i love that that was kind of my area as well um you know, like like you're saying, like I've taken a lot of steps in generosity over the years, but right now I'm at a place where you know Ariel and I are, are looking at our whole financial picture, and and um, you know I can I can relate to that idea, the the biblical principle that the borrower is slave to the lender. So just having debt, even in things like a vehicle, right? Um, that's just money that's just straight tied up, like it's just the truth of it so you kind of have to serve that debt down until you get it down so we've kind of done some planning and um uh budgeting around how can we be aggressive towards that because i'm just picturing like if i didn't have those things like how much more could i do like i I would love just the flexibility to be more active about looking for ways to just be more generous just in daily life like there's the way that we are contributing and being part of the church, the uh, campaigns that come up, whether it's Feed the City or Hope for Kids, things like that. But we were just talking about just people in our lives. So like, what about when, you know, you're, some of your friends are moving into a new house? Wouldn't it be cool to just bless them with just a gift to help that process? Or when you see someone uh, that you know that's struggling in a certain area, just do something to kind of bless them in that area. Just the one-off, like being able to to complete the leading that god might put on our hearts on just the stuff that might pop up yeah and not just having to just uh think like oh it'd be cool i wish i could, could do that for you <laughs> right you need a right, new right, couch right. i really oh, wish i could do cool. that yeah, yeah i would love to be able to just do Wouldn't that it be cool if we could help with that yeah yeah well good luck <laughs> i'll cool pray, pray for you yeah. <laughs> anyway that's kind of um that's our that's our real application step we're working on it right now and kind of putting together a plan on how to do those things just for the the hope of being able to be more generous in the future so pretty cool awesome guys well it's always good to catch up on this um hope that you're able to find those little application steps as well again just look for what can you take one little piece out of the podcast out of the message on the weekend whatever it is uh so that you're always just taking one more step remember this whole deal is a lifelong journey it's not a just overnight thing so we always got to be pushing each other like what's the one thing you're going to do what's the one thing you're going to do what's the one thing i'm going to uh do let's just keep taking those steps but um as always, look forward to seeing you next week. And as you continue on, and remember this week that it says in Romans 8, if God is for us, who, who can, can be, be against, against us? us? Have an awesome week. Who can be against us? <laughs>
That's right, Travis. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging a little late. <laughs>